Yeah, I think I think we're ready. Bayswater Bowls Club for the season finale of Barely Touched Him with a live studio audience. <laughs> wow, wow, what a great audience. Uh, and wow. dear listeners. What a terrific audience. Wow, what a great audience. Uh, dear listeners, it's happened. In what is arguably the most politically significant moment in Australian history, that's right, bigger than the Gallipoli landing which went absolutely fine with no major issues. <laughs> Bigger than the Eureka Stockade, which was very cool and necessary. Bigger than the arrival of the First Fleet, which from what I understand was met with mixed reception. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday afternoon at approximately beer o'clock, the Pies won the grand final. Get around them! Yes! Yes! It's barely touched him. I am Benry, your host, here with Corey and Monty. Boys, how are we? Hello. Hello. Talk me through it. Walk us through it. How are you feeling? Still processing, mate. Still processing. Monty, you don't go for the pies. How has it been seeing your mob, the Port Adelaide Power, knocked out mm. and then seeing the pies live the ultimate dream? I am whelmed. Not over, not under, just whelmed. Just whelmed. Whelmed. Um, Fair. Yeah, my season ended a few weeks ago, so I, I could really care less. And you're still on the Sack Hinkley Brigade, aren't you? We're going to get into that. We're going to get into sacking Ken Hinckley. We are going to get into that. It is, uh, it's great to be here at the Bayswater Bowls Club. little shout-out to uh, what has been a pretty significant location for uh, all of us. I met you guys. That's where we met, yeah. That's where through we met. the Street Roller Hockey mm. League, which we have going on behind us at mm. the minute, uh, slapping on the roller hockey field. The first thing I ever commentated in front of people was Hockey Fest. Yep. Yeah. And, you did a good uh, job. Oh, it was uh, it was a lot of export. Uh, Some would consumed. say it may have kickstarted your quote unquote it might have. career. It might have. Uh, and usually at this stage in the pod, we would go through football news, but there's really only one there's only thing one. we can subcategorise into different news. So we're going to go through the grand final, oh, the okay. big dance, and I'll start with. Uh, what has been a bit of a contentious issue so far, the pre-game entertainment, which was KISS. Now, mm. gauge the room, thumbs up or thumbs down on how you thought KISS did in the grand final. We've got some thumbs down at the back. There's a medium. We've got a Cosy Cosy from uh, the lovely Nadia over heroes. there. We, we we what what did you think of KISS? I thought, honestly, a bit shit. It's, I, a, it's a no from me. Was Gene Simmons definitely lip syncing? I think. I think they all I think were. There was, was a weird mix of lip syncing and auto tune going on. Mm. Like you could hear them, especially on "I Was Made for Loving You." Like when Paul was doing his bit, like it was a bit. Uh, it didn't sound like he was actually doing it. And uh, look, I liked the pyro. I thought the child dancers were quite awkward. It's, it's, um, wrong, it's wrong for Kiss to be playing in the middle of the day. It's weird. It needed to be a night game. You get the lighting yeah. going and stuff. Yeah, they're, they're a, a stage act, aren't they? Yeah. With a lot, of, a lot of practical things going on. To be in the middle of a stadium in the middle of the day was, was bizarre. It was bizarre. And all you look at kids. They you were look at uh, the all the illegitimate children of, of Jane Kisses. Yeah. Oh, yes, mainly, yeah. They, Paul Stanley did make a comment about that in the week leading up. He said, we've 
probably got some kids kicking around from the last time we were here. We should go meet them. Which yeah, I, I, I tongue-in-cheek, like, but very funny. Even though I'm, like, bagging them out right now, like, Kiss was, like, one of my first favourite bands Same. as a kid. Like, I remember having the, the Kiss Symphony DVD that my mum bought me, and I thought it was awesome. I thought that was so cool. But that was literally... 18 years ago, and they were old then, and now they've come Very out. Old. You could see Gene Simmons' neck was like a turkey. It was just <laughs> very flappy, not good. Uh, so I'd give him a 6 out of 10 to me. To quote I'll, I'll, Canadian I'll, I'll hit songster be, Shania I'll be, I'll be Twain, and that say don't seven. impress me much. I'll probably go 7. You don't, you, a 7 is pretty generous. It, it was... It got everyone going. They did. It had balls. When you When you're... 40 metres away from them. You don't know if they're lip-syncing. No, Listen, that's they, true. They did, a, they did a great the, job. They did the a show. KISS show. My, my beef is whether they were the right choice. They did exactly what it says on the box. They, yeah. did, they did a KISS show. 12 minutes Was it appropriate of, for the grand final? Yeah. I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you <laughs> rather? Who would you rather? Well, no one bought their binoculars like they did for Delta because Delta uh, was... Well, compared that. to Listen, Robbie... Listen, like, oh, yeah, Robbie, too. Robbie not, tore the house I'm not down. against... Just backing it up and getting Robbie Williams again. Just yes, every year, year in a row. every year. That's fucking amazing. And the same thing with Mark Seymour at halftime. Every year, <laughs> it should be happening. Oh, there's some contentious uh, comments about Mark Seymour at halftime. Well, I thought, yeah, the, the, yeah. If we're, we're going to go into the halftime entertainment and a bit of a review of that, uh, I okay. thought Mark did okay. Kate Miller Heinke. It was a, it was a bit how you going? The like, vibrato that she put onto that the national anthem. Laying it on a bit thick. It was thick. it was laying it on a bit thick. Usually they just get generic music theatre performer to yeah. do the to do the national anthem. It'll yeah. be you know Lucy Durack or what or uh, someone nowhere near as famous. Lucy Durack wasn't that an author? No, no she was in Wicked. No, Monty, you'll back me up. Am I <laughs> correct in Lucy that? Lucy Durack. Well, she was a kid right here. Yep. All right. Either, either way, <laughs> uh, we also had Mike Brady doing his ceremonial performance of Up There, Kazali. Uh, Always good. That'll, that'll keep him going with another 20 grand till next year to fuel the coke habit. <laughs> so then we'll get into the actual game, I suppose, unless was there any other uh, news that came out of the pre-game? I don't think there was. Anything spicy I, I, happened? Nothing to my, to my mind. Although, although, and now I'm just remembering this now, Jack Ginnivan... The night ah, before the, night the grand final was at Mooney Valley having Races. A punt. Uh, at Why having not? a punt. I don't know if he was having beers. With the club's blessing. Uh, yeah, which is wild to me. Like yeah. after the Coke scandal or the ketamine scandal or whatever it was. Very strange. They've to, allowed him to go, yeah, go to the races before the To call the up the final. coach and say, listen, the grand final's tomorrow. I'm going to go to the horsies. Yeah. And, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, go for it, yeah, mate. Yeah, go, Jack. Yeah, we trust you. It's like the Dennis Rodman Allowing him to go to Vegas, <laughs> like he, we need we need him to perform. He needs the horses. He can't perform without I, I've, this. I've seen Dennis Rodman do a um, show over in Melbourne, and uh, he went through in uh, quite graphic detail what happened yeah, on those sort he's of not trips. Shy. He's what, not shy. He's Describe not, what he what, oh, what did was, he say, Monty? There was one. Well, we weren't meant to repeat it, but there was one time... <laughs> I'm sure he's not I'll coming the, for I'll us. I'll give you the lowest one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, the, there was one time, apparently, he apparently he went uh, to a club and he wanted to be not inebriated, so he drank milk the whole time he was at the club. That's actually a pretty Chad move, That's I reckon. Disgusting. And, and I, when you end up... You don't like pints of milk? I love a pint of milk. I'd be violently... I'd be shitting everywhere. But he, yeah. he, he ended up... He ended the night with uh, 
both Carmen Electra and Pamela Anderson. Yeah, well, apparently when he was God when he was damn. in Vegas, yeah. they sent they sent someone to come get him because they were in the the playoffs. Correct. And they busted into his room and he was in the room with Carmen with Electra. Carmen. Oh, cool. Well, they were dating at the time, but he, yeah. was, he also woke up with Pam that particular milk morning. Wow, the nineties. Just crazy, wild. right? Absolutely wild. Uh, they're <laughs> truly the Wayne Carey of the NBA. Uh, oh, the other thing that was happening the night before was, I assume. Craig McRae's wife. <gasps> yeah, oh, this is, yes, yo, yes, I should have mentioned this. Craig had a baby the day of the grand Called final. Maggie. Called it Maggie, and uh, like I feel like no, he's, you're joking. Is that, yeah, the, that's, no, that's, that's true. No, he that's absolutely called name. the baby Incredible. Maggie. It actually yep. took me a minute to register. Oh, Maggie, that's a nice name. Oh, oh, Magpie. Oh, that's oh, that's yeah, the name of the team. Ah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I'm not a smart man. So he's he's. I believe she went into labour at like six odd a.m. in the morning, and she's not told him uh, immediately. Because she wanted him to have a good sleep before the grand final, and uh, you know that's it's almost slave-like dedication to the Collingwood Football Club, which we endorse. We absolutely endorse. 100%. But he's just like he must have just woken up and just gotten the calling. It all right. That's pretty cool. Doesn't matter. Grand finals on today, love. I'm sorry. I'm out the door. I'm out the door. So to get into the game. It was, it. Uh, look, we, we watched it. Cor, uh, Corey and Monty came over my place yesterday and it was one of the great grand finals it was. of great. the modern era. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's since all, it's the all grand final, for. we shall not name, of 2018 where something bad happened. Well, but, I listen, can't remember. To me, to me, that was the last good grand final. It Agreed. was. It actually and was. I didn't care that we lost. I had a great time. I was in Bali. Um, absolutely loving it. It was a, a, a hard-fought game, entertaining. What did, you, did you get up to? What else did you get up to in Bali? Was there anything? <laughs> well, I can't, I can't repeat most of that stuff. <laughs> Your parents are here, right? Well, my mum was with me on that Bali trip. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How was he, Kim? How was he? Well, she was sick that day. I, I, we, uh, I had to go to a pub by myself because everyone was sick. And uh, back to the game, though. Yes. Well, I think you're right that it was the best grand final since Yeah, we've been starved of an entertaining grand final since then. And that's yes. all I wanted from this year's one. Win or loss. See, I'm not a zealot when it comes to supporting any team. I just want it to be entertaining. And, yeah. and this very much We're not was. here to do any religious crusades no. in favour of Collingwood. But... You I was going to commit to Puka if we lost. Everybody that's listening, you should have seen the group chat the morning of the game. And that is not what they, these two were doing. Yeah, no, were it was, we, were very, we were very up and about. Oh, very audio up and about. messages and, and, you know. Yeah, it, I think I Prayer yelled. Ceremonies. Uh, and I don't know how, how I, I probably can't say this over the PA at a bowls club, but there was some C-bombs that I was yelling into the yeah, group chat, was. like, let's go pies, you F and Cs. How yeah. F and good is this? This is our day. I'm going to kill myself if we lose. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> But either way, if we're going to get into the game That's a itself, regular day in the group it chat. was very back and forth from start to finish. Mm. Like it was, uh, I never really felt uh, like either team was truly out of it. It was very, very back and forth from the get-go. Do you want some stats? Yeah, oh, please give okay. me the stats, so, yes. Scott Penderbury's been breaking records all year. Yes. Most disposals ever, we know that. Most handballs ever, we know that. There's a few other ones. He's got, yes. a, got a litany. He's broken another record. Um, longest time between flags for any player in history. I think it's about 13 years. 281 games, 13 years. No one's, no one's gone that far before. That is huge. Huge. So um, obviously still side bottom. Same amount of time, less games. Yes. So Scott Pendlebury just breaking more records. He can't stop. Uh, there was, uh, I, I don't know if you, because I assume we all just raid Sir Swamp Thing's Twitter account to get these stats. Sorry, which, uh, sorry I, who? 
Sir Swamp Thing. I oh, never, never heard of it. Never heard of it. My but, girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Which one? I would ask. Uh, but I, I feel like throughout this game. And I usually, like, being, like, doing AFL content and making TikToks about it and stuff, I try not to hate any player because they're real people. You know, yeah. like, you, don't, I, you know, if I make a video Debatable. disparaging someone, you know, that, they could see that video. Like, there's a very real chance of that happening. But this game, I tell you what, I fucking hated Joe Danaher so much. Years. So, so much. Still, still side bottom. Mm. 13 years ago. Yeah, he played in, 20, in 2010. 2010, in yeah. the In the draw and then the in repeat. In the replay, yeah. yeah. He had hair back then. He yes. did have hair back then. That leads he us did. into another stat, Monty. You're segueing. You're segueing. I can Very tell you good. Segueing. Very good. Segueing. Like a bought one. Steel Sidebottom has put himself on an illustrious list of AFL players who have won premierships both with hair and then bald. Who else is on this list? So, Juddy, surely. Side bottom, obviously 2010, 2023. Gary Ablett Jr. Oh, of course. Gary Ablett Jr. with hair was atrocious. Like, 07, he looked so bad. 07 hair, terrible, yeah. terrible hair. Yeah. Uh, Balding 09, at age 17. 09 bald. What happened in 07? I don't remember that. I don't remember I the game. Like yeah. We've got uh, Dean, Dean Wallace for Essendon, 93 with hair, 2000 yep. bald. Yep. Good. Uh, Mick Martin for North Melbourne, uh, 96 hair, 99 bald. Right. Three years short bald. Turnaround. Very short, short turnaround. bald turnaround. You'll like this one, fan favourite, Bruce Dool. Oh, oh Bruce when did Bruce ever have hair properly? No, he didn't. He really didn't, did like, he? It's a bit of a misnomer. Yeah, like, like, it was that's hanging off the back. Yeah. Like, Bruce Dool, like, you couldn't even call it hair. It was almost like when you have the Legionnaire cap <laughs> and, like, the flap is at the back. It's nothing there and all, all back So we've mullet. got, for, for, Bruce, for Bruce Stool, we've got hair 1972. Debatable. Very uh, debatable. Bold 79, 81 and 82. And then uh, Kevin Bartlett for Richmond. Again, very debatable if there was hair very debatable. In, in the first place. Why 67, 69, 73, 74 with the hair. Six years later, oh, 1980. God. Yeah, very, what, very, very. Why debatable. is Bruce Dool the flying doorman? I thought it was because of the hair. No, it's because the... people took hangers on him. I believe oh. that was the. So it if was a you, footstool. If you uh, were going to take a hanger over somebody, statistically in the 1970s, you'd be kneeing Bruce Dool in the back of the head, and and doing a good job of that. <laughs> mm. Have you got any you other go. exotic stats from the grand final, Corey? Um, well, in your extensive prep there, that is a half page long. <laughs> It's, hey, it's all right. Oh, it's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so, champion data. We know yes. that champion data has been questionable because nobody knows. It's like some mathematicians yep. drunk rolling dice to come up with these numbers. Yes. But Bobby Hill won the Norman Smith medal, obviously. Right. Congrats so to well him. Done. Yes. These are the, the top five players according to champion data. And the numbers that they and come this up is, with. And is this based on the ranking points that they have? And I we have, don't. I have no fucking idea. We don't know how they get to this. Nobody but when, does. You, when you go to the AFL statistics part of their, like, you know, uh, uh, of their games, you see disposals and you see all these, like, arbitrary numbers, which are, like, all right, that's objective, a number. But then they have ranking points on yeah. the well, side. Well, the, the top like, ranking point here is at 22.3 out of what? I don't know. We don't know. Don't we don't know. know what it's out of. But it was Jordan Degoe. He was the top-rated player on the ground. Yeah, really? makes um, sense. Yeah, but also, like, no. how? I don't know. I don't no, know how. how he, don't know he was missing for three quarters of the game. Jack Crisp, 21.9. He was good. Um, Human Gluggage, uh, 20 flat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Zach also, Bailey, your man, 16.9. Human Gluggage sort of sounds like a drag queen name. 
Just yeah, I don't what, mind that. You can imagine a bit of a, a raspy drag queen sort of number. Yeah, that's, that's Hugh McCluggage. I don't good. know what the euphemism is, but it it's could be definitely something there. Could be something in it. Could be something um, in it. Zach Bailey, sixteen point nine. Uh, Harris Andrews, sixteen point five. Uh, Out of what? Bobby Hill, 13th on best on ground. Yeah, according, it makes no sense. According to the data. According to the data. Well, I actually yeah. have the uh, uh, faux Brownlow votes from the same game. Oh, the yeah, go, go on. Go, go on. It's, uh, it's, yeah. S, it's S side bottom, one vote. Oh, yeah, well okay. deserved. K Coleman, two votes. It's like Gillen's here with us. <laughs> L Neil. Oh, he's done it again. He's done it again, that bastard. Oh, damn you, Lockie Neil. All right. (laughs) So, Bobby. With a stunning seven disposal game. It was amazing. Also, uh, uh, honorable mention to Billy Frampton. Uh, this was. We, can no, we get, don't, in, can don't we get, get me into Billy? Billy. Oh can we get God. into Billy? Yeah, so Billy Frampton got the call up in this game. This is keep in mind after Johnny Noble's been dropped after having a ripper season. He's played face, every his face post game, by the way. Heartbreaking. 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 Played every game of the season and got a lot of his own ball. Billy Frampton's been called up after McStay's been dropped out and Adams. So there was a bit of room for a tall or a small. Let's go through Billy Frampton's stat line for this game, who now has premiership medal. King. What, this is a literally me moment. I've I've never related to a player so much. Two disposals, and on the champion data ranking points, negative (laughs) 4.1. Very good. 50% disposal efficiency. So out of that two disposals, one of them hit a target. Good stuff. Three metres gained. Yeah, (laughs) and that was... So so I can tell you exactly the stats. Yes. It was one kick, one handball. The handball went... Uh, one metre, mm. and it was efficient. It went yep. to another player. <laughs> yeah. Well the, done, Bill. The one kick that he did was two metres, and he kicked a point. Fucking now, well done, Billy. The thing, uh, here, uh, the thing I'm, here. I'm not done with the stats here. One score involvement, which would have been the point. <laughs> yep. One tackle, three spoils, and a whopping five pressure acts. So... Pressure acts, we don't know what it means. We're not quite sure. But, you know, he was making himself busy. What's the busy. deal he was with pressure acts? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> so robbed of the norm, really. Absolutely now robbed. Now, listen, fr- from the get-go, we could, we could see it in the first quarter. He clearly had a directive. Don't. Oh. Craig McRae said to him, Billy, listen. Don't you touch that fucking You're a lovable idiot. Billy. You're a himbo. <laughs> don't fucking don't try to catch the ball, okay? Don't even try. Don't even get put just it out of your mind. Just make sure Harris Andrews doesn't it fucking touch it. Just stay in the goal square. And he he actually did do that yep. quite well for yep. three quarters. Credit the, where it's due. The last quarter he was very. Bad. He did some good things, but it was a lot of non-statistical good things. But the, my favourite thing about Billy Frampton was he he got caught out being free, and the ball came straight to him. And he oh, dropped the mark. I remember, I remember saying still some expletives about still Billy Frampton in that moment. Another one, Jeremy Howe played the game out with broken ribs. Three broken Apparently ribs, three yeah. broken ribs after the... crunching uh, hit from Charlie Cameron. Heavy hit from Charlie Cameron. And like, I remember watching this with you guys going... Charlie, you dirty fuck. But I have done that hit many times in, <laughs> you did, in you local did, you footy. Did, I, you I, did I say like, yeah, like, God, oh, that's a terrible <laughs> thing to do. But it is fun. It is very fun to hit a guy just as he's on a step off balance kicking it. It's a freebie. When he you cannot, have, when you he have cannot to do it. 
protect himself. You can't, he can't protect himself. So he it's, doesn't it's, even know it's coming. It's free real estate. But, you know, probably should get suspended. Uh, and uh, that's that's all of the other meme news I've got for it, other than, you know, go the pies, best day of my life, and uh, I cried multiple times. What are you boys got? Have you got, any, uh, you got anything else there, Corey? Well, not so much as far as meme news, but... Just more stats. Yes. We, we do like the stats. Scott Prenderbury's fourth quarter. Elite. Yes. Elite. They had 12 disposals, three tackles, um, a couple of, uh, most of those effective as well. Pretty sure he kicked the goal in the fourth? I think it might have been the third. Oh, that yeah. was the third. And that was, was the, the one where Bobby, Bobby had Hill. it in the pocket and you thought yep. he was going to snap it around the body and he's just gone, oh, it's Scotty, must kick to Scotty. Uh, and the and Nathan, he's done it. Nathan Murphy, the HIA protocol in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, apparently he passed the test. And he took himself he out. He took himself out yeah, of the game. Yeah, he was like, look, which I, is huge. I, I, I am technically, you know, passing a concussion test. Yeah, he wasn't test, feeling it. He was feeling it. Wasn't feeling it. Well, I, I actually made the comment at your house while we were there that that was probably his third or fourth HIA that he's had yeah, this he's year. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been few, knocked in the head a few times. And, and he's probably better off. I feel like it comes with being the role uh, or playing the role of that second tall defender because Darcy sits off the contest a bit more and I find Nathan Murphy finds himself in the one-on-ones yep. and often is going back with the flight or head first into something. So it's just you're begging for head knocks yeah. in mm. that moment. Like They're just going to come so to you, the poor in- guy. Incredible game, very competitive. The final, final scoreline, 12-18-90, 13-8-86. It's the first time since 1968, which was Carlton's premiership year, that the team to kick less goals has won the grand final. Yeah, and it was very Collingwood fashion, just finding a way to grind out a close game. And really, like, it, uh, Brisbane looked so dangerous. I was, every time... Uh, Charlie Cameron or Joe Danaher got the ball. Uh, my asshole was clenching very tightly, wasn't happy, but we somehow got it done. And the pies are premiers, boys. Sorry, the pies I, are premiers. Did I say that we didn't have more memes? We haven't spoken about Mason Cox, the ultimate meme well, player. Well, what did he do well. that was meme worthy in this game? Be uh, American. Yeah, that's right. That's yes. a meme. Be, that's a meme a unto of itself. He's the second American-born player to win a flag. Do you know who the first one is? Wait, let me think. American-born player. Now, I'm, to I'm, tricking, I'm tricking you a little bit here by saying American-born. It'll be a technicality, like someone is, you know. It's not Amer- he's not an American man, but American-born. I don't know off the top of my head, Monty. Let me think. Let me think. Okay, you've got one. Let me thinking music. Two, three. You're done. You're done. It's Don Pike. Oh, Don Pike. Eagles player from '92 and '94 Premiership flags. Not American, but was. Born in America and moved back here in age, uh, at age four. His uh, father, Frank Pike, played for the Perth Demons in the uh, Waffle, moved to Illinois in 1966 uh, as a teacher. Very nice, Don Pike. Very, very good. Uh, now, I usually, uh, we would actually have a more set structure mm. of uh, segment orders. We're going but free because form. We're going free form. Because it's home and it's not home and away season anymore. It's really just going to be we're going straight into the mailbag, ladies whoa. and gentlemen. And it's whoa. also going whoa. to be an interactive whoa. mailbag. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa, okay. whoa. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Are you, are you opposed to me going straight in the mailbag or have you got no, more? No, go for it. I've for just slotted it straight in there. So like. we've got we're going to do the actual things that people have sent in, but then we're going to throw to the room. Yes. And then you've got any if you've got any questions, it doesn't have to be about football. Be about anything. Be about absolutely anything, and we will throw it to the panel here. So uh, the first one here uh, is 
Do we all hope Collingwood miss finals next season so we can have what? a stress-free September from Super Dragon 640? That is the stupidest question I've ever heard. Hey, don't belittle Super Dragon 640, Super all Dragon right? Super Dragon 640, get your head out of your ass. Whoa, it's whoa, stupid. whoa. These, are not, these comments do not reflect the opinion of the Barely Touched podcast. <laughs> uh, but, yes, what, are you, what, are your, what is your response to that, uh, Corey? No, I want them to be in finals, obviously. That's well, obviously stupid. you two, right? You guys are unbiased, right? I unbiased would prefer football. it if we did I make it. I also don't get stressed by football. That's not true. I've seen you stressed by football many times. Okay. Sometimes I do get stressed <laughs> by football. <laughs> Monty, what do you think? If you were to change football that question nice. for Port, like do you want oh. Port to make finals next year or do you want to sabotage the career of Ken Hinckley? Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Kenny's only got two more. I'm going to, uh, I'll probably touch on this later, but Kenny's only got two more, so it probably doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, here's another one Fantastic. from Brandon Skane. Thank you for the question. Describe the Collingwood team in, uh, he's misspelled the word chess into chest, but he means chess pieces. Also, the Lions were robbed right in front of right me. Right in front of me! Uh, so, uh, uh, who's the chess pieces in Collingwood? Uh, the chess pieces. I think you're the making the mic feedback there. You might want to switch off that handheld there, Corey. It wasn't me. There you go. That's better. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat that question? Who's the, so, who's the chess that again? pieces? Describe the Collingwood team in chess pieces. So, who oh, okay. so who's the king? Who's now, the pawn? Are we, are who's we the... talking tactically or physically? Bit of both. Vibes, vibes are involved as okay. well. I would say Darcy Moore is the queen. Yeah, I like that. And I'd say Scott Pendlebury is the king. Yeah, Yeah, Scott Pendlebury is especially with that small forwards as pawns. And then your running half backs would be your knights, I think, because they sort of go diagonally and this way. Yep. Well, I I would think the wingers wingers would be bishops. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. So. Steel side bottoms a bishop. You know what? Josh Dacos is a bishop. No, just just have both Dacos brothers as bishops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can get around that. It makes sense conceptually. And then Billy Frampton <laughs> is a pawn. Conceptually. He's, and uh, who else is a pawn? Is anyone we're just throwing them at things? We don't care if they die. Lipinski. Lipinski's a pawn, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. You want him to get out of the way in the first move. Yep. Get we him. sacrifice him for Take the greater good. Uh, next up, memes about Crom, frequent uh, writer into the pod. We love Alcoholic him. spirits tier list, question mark. Ooh. So this is this could be a contentious one, and I might throw well, it to the now, floor I could as go well. off on this for a while. What is... A shit alcoholic spirit to you. If you're gonna, if we're gonna go from the bottom up, what's it? What's the bottom hate tier? Hate tequila. Hate tequila. Always hated tequila. I'd have it near the bottom as well. Yeah. Um, but again, that's because I've had a bad experience on tequila. Yeah. I so, think most people have had a bad experience on tequila. <laughs> it was my 19th birthday, and uh, oh, it was I my ended 14th. Up pro- pro- <laughs> <laughs> How much tequila did you have on your 14th birthday? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up projectile vomiting on my uh, dear family friend Nicole's driveway. uh, I thought you were going to say you projectile vomited on Nicole. I might have. I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, Shouts out, Nicole. Sorry if I vomited on you. I would say top... (laughs) Top of the uh, list, I'd say whiskey up top. Whiskey's yep. up top. Whiskey's definitely. very, very of, top tier. For, for me, it'd probably be of the Japanese variety. Yes. Uh, what? Where do we Pricey, place though. vodka? Pricey. Where do we place vodka? Easy oh. number two. Utilitarian. Yes. It does what you need it yeah. to do. It can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, and also, you know, vodka soda, low carb. If you're being, if Love you're it. being a healthy boy. Uh, what do we reckon or about DC. rum? 
Yeah, no, rum's not bad, but it can be split into two. Like, uh, it can make you angry. White rum and dark If you rum. had a Bundaberg experience, Wait, Monty. Think he's the worst person to be asked. He doesn't even drink. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yes, no, Monty, Monty doesn't drink. My, my apologies. Uh, but I would say he's rum. He's a teetotaling friend. Rum is a bit of a, a, a polarising one. Yep. Where would you, uh, uh, shouts out, what are we missing here? What's a spirit we've missed? Oh, oh gin. Sambuca, yeah. good lord. <laughs> Can't forget gin. Gin would be top would be right near the Sam, top, see, I think. Sambuca is good, but it's more of a uh, a side character. Is Sambuca its own spirit or is it like fuck it? It's a, a side character. Yeah. It's, it's not one of the What about players? grappa? If we're gonna go Italian, is grappa its own thing? Grappa. I've only had it once, but it hurt me in my bodily fluids. Uh, <laughs> listen, that's enough spirits. Next question. Next uh, next spirits. Uh if the Lions got up and won, who from the Lions would you pick for Norm Smith? Zach Bailey. Hashtag Danaher Cracker Craig has said oh, over there. Oh, Craig. Hey. And shouts out Cracker Craig. Shouts out Cracker Craig. Yeah, we'll give... One of the biggest supporters of the pod. The and biggest. I think we can say Listener of the Year Award of the year. goes to Cracker Craig. We Definitely absolutely love him. Um, I would actually think Charlie Cameron's a shout. I yeah, thought he sure. did some very damaging things. Incorrect. What, who would you go? Oh, Jesus. Well, I would have gone Zach Bailey. As you got, no, I had, I had yeah. a bit of money on him to, to win the Norm Smith. Yes. But I think uh, he was really good in the first, probably the first half. Zach Those Bailey. first two goals he kicked were pretty special. But if you actually go, I actually watched the game again. And I did you, too. And yeah. you, if, you, if you look at sort of consistently throughout the, throughout the day, bar one mistake... Kitty Coleman. Oh, yeah, Kitty Coleman chopped the ball incredible. up. He started strong, very strong, but finished very poorly. So, I don't know. Even if they did win, I don't know if he had enough steam to, to take the norm. I don't know. So, I'll go Charlie Cameron, you'll go Kitty Coleman. And you go Zach Bailey. I'll go Zach you Bailey. go Zach Bailey. But so, the there's the answer is, to the question. They didn't they win. They didn't bloody win, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that sound effect's going through the uh, speakers, Corey. Oh. Oh, you, I thought you played one. Never mind. It's all, it's all a bit fast <laughs> and loose. Uh, here's one from O'Rangle. How often do you wash your towels? What? <laughs> This is Nadia, a, this how is often a... do we wash our towels? <laughs> twice a week. Uh, I've, I've gotten the word. Uh, it's twice a week, boys. <laughs> how uh, about you? Ben's I don't like, use towels. It's miraculous. You don't, One day I'm you don't in the use towels. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I go outside and let the wind do its job. <laughs> Monty, how often do you wash your towels? Yeah, about, about twice a what week. Good man. But fucking I get, questions. But I, it's, a very, it's a part of life. Yeah, I get out of the shower <laughs> and there's something different. And it's very just like, whoa, is it fluffy? Yeah. So Casey's changed the towels. Where's this happened? So Casey's changing. You go, wow, this is great. Some gremlin's coming in. Some fairy's changing my towels. We'll never know. (laughs) We'll never know. If I just leave them here, they come back washed. Uh, I've got one here from... uh, Real Jason Moran. Uh, What are your thoughts? Real Jason Moran. I might have been paraphrasing the username there. What are your thoughts on the Kennedy assassination? Oh, for fuck's sake. Did the CIA do it? It was a nice bullet. It was a nice bullet. It was a nice bullet. Elaborate. Well, they couldn't find the slug, could they? Because it was made of ice. Yeah, okay. And that's how they've gotten away with the heist of the century. Yeah. So they shot him at distance with an ice pick. There was a second shooter on the grass. You know, everyone knows that. Yeah, okay. All right. Everyone knows that. I think it was George H. Harvey Oswald, innocent, mate. I think it was George H.W. Bush (laughs) that orchestrated it all. (laughs) Monty, what do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, it's inside job, senior. Inside job. All right, George H. Bush Senior. I'm glad we're in agreement on that. Now we're going to throw to the room. Anyone got a question for the mailbag at all? Cameron. 
Oh, did you really? Fuck, did I miss it? All right, hold on. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's there. We just don't oh, care. I didn't scroll down. Look, I didn't can, scroll down. We can let them... Did you send it to the official mailbag Instagram yeah. story? Uh, it was me. <laughs> it was we can let me. them. We can, let, we can let them formulate questions while we. I think we, that uh, mic might feed back, Corey. But we will hello, see. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, just watch. The, ride the we game. Can, we can the let them formulate questions while we go just to the next. To each other just, say, you can say your question in person when we get to you, Cameron. Oh, it's test, feeding test, back. Test, test, there test. There we go. Cracker Craig, what is your question? Yes, thank you, boys. Um, didn't really have a question. Maybe we'll just throw it out to you guys now. Yes. Where do Ninth Kilda finish next season? Last. Oh, uh, it's, a it's a good question. Where do Ninth Kilda finish, meaning Last. St Kilda? I would, I would hazard a guess and say 11th. I think they won't slide 11th, too much, 11th but they won't real. make the eight. That's, 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 that's seems, my guess. That seems reasonable. You boys? That no seems reasonable. Ninth. I see them sliding. Yeah. Ninth. I see them definitely sliding. Ross the Boss being under pressure by game six. Will if be Ross the Boss the meme gets of the sacked, century. Funniest possible result. Yeah, Absolute funniest 100%. meme it's result. It's going to be a Fallout Boy song. Is it going to be the sophomore slump or the comeback of the year? You had to get the Fallout Boy oh, reference yeah, in, didn't did. you? You I just did. had to do it. Shall we bring the question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Say your question in person. It's, uh, it says, talk us through what was going through your mind a steel sideboard kick the winning goal. Oh, I did he, see that. And then you linked it. And he then doesn't you linked have it. the distance. That's what I thought. Or is that link actually to Dom Shed kicking the winning goal? Is that Are you going to rickroll me with it? <laughs> I know you. <laughs> So much of that has been happening in threads <laughs> on Instagram where it's like, how good a Collingwood, it's a great poly a Collingwood propaganda thread. And then all of the comments are just gifts of the Dom Shea goal in the 2018 yeah. grand final. People do hurts love me. it. Hurts me every People time. People do love it. It's funny because the first um, shot for goal in this grand final was from the exact same pocket. And it was, I'm pretty sure it was Eric Hipwood. Yes. And we made a comment. Yep. Jeez, he slots this. It's exactly the same as Dom Shea got. And he didn't. He, he didn't and slot he was it. Nowhere for the I rest of the game. I said if he misses it, he's out of the game. And he did. And, and he was you out. were right. Goal he did miss right. it, and he was completely he's out a, of the game. He's an emotional player. If he doesn't get ones like that, he's he's cooked to the rest. Absolutely of the game. not. But I, I I think that when I remember the steel side bottom set shot. And I was thinking, he's not going to fucking kick this. He can't kick at 35. He's not, he's not going to kick at 50. Nine out of ten times, he would not even make the and distance. And that's the biggest kick of his career. We've but, got Chaz but with you, the microphone but here. But you, um, you um, obviously, you and Corey was very, oh, my God, if he kicks this, we could, we won. We're home. We're, We're home. home. And I was, was, this, right, was, I was steel, was it? This was steel. Yeah. He was well outside of his range. Well outside. No, no, oh, he, he would never not even make the distance. He never has a shot from there. He always passes no. it off. And I had an eight-leg multi on and I needed steel to <laughs> kick the goal. Oh, and you I was, did too. You should have seen me going off and like, yep. why are you going off? You don't care. I'm like, well, I do now. Well, we care about gambling. Uh, responsibly. <laughs> We've got Chaz back there with the handheld. Let me turn his mouth. Out there, boys. Um, so just the whole hypocrisy of the Maynard hit. Okay, um, yep. You know, if it was week three versus suddenly it's grand final week and, like, you clear the tribunal for almost accidentally killing a man. Well, first of all, I resent the question. Uh, yes. Second, no, Correct. I don't. No, it's a fair question, Chaz. Uh, <laughs> I think the final spice definitely added a bit to the Maynard hit. The fact that he played for Collingwood added a fair bit to it hmm. of the AFL going, oh, just... Come on, let the boys be boys, it'll be okay. Even though he did, you know, could have killed a man. Uh, but it's still, the fact that he didn't elect to bump is the big one for me. Like, he's jumped into the air to smother it and fallen into a bloke. It's not like the, uh, the Charlie Cameron breaking a bloke's ribs, like, 
going, I'm going to bump here. He, yeah, he made, the choice. he made the choice for that. When, you, when you're in the air coming down on a guy, and when you see it in real time, the, the problem with these big hits is you see the replays over and over in ultra slow motion. And yep. it makes it seem like, oh, he could have done this, he could have done that. He, did, he didn't have 0.8 of a second to no. decide to do anything. He just was in the air and he Absolutely fucking hit Absolutely no time. But, yeah, it's, I, I can see it. If that does happen in round three, I can see him getting a week. Maynard's fault, but the tribunal's fault. Yes. Oh, the tribunal's a shit show, and it has been the entire year. It's just been completely terrible, and they can't, they could not organise a route in a brothel, as the saying goes. God, Trent Cotchin got off uh, prelim final a couple of years back. Well, Patrick Cripps won the Brownlow Patrick when he Cripps arguably won. should yeah. have been suspended for something. So it's just it's it's the Wild West. No one knows what's going to happen and it's what's the, the suspension. It's the dynamic game of football. Isn't. Have we got any, any anyone else that wants a question? It could be about anything. Absolutely anything. Look, well, oh, we've got we've got uh, oh, Mrs. Oh, Daffin at the back. Here we go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Turn it up. Explain the eighteen points. Oh, the behinds. I think oh. she's. I think oh, she's oh the, the inaccuracy. Oh, yeah. Look, it's. I like that we ended up winning on behinds, but <laughs> yes. like Very we kicked ironic. less goals than the opposing team, <laughs> which is always fun to explain to somebody who doesn't watch AFL. Well, I it's think like, scoring yeah. shots are very important to yeah. determine like where where That's the game's lot. at. And although um, it, it seemed uh, that Collingwood obviously had more scoring shots, the game was very even. Now, had Collingwood scored all those goals and let's say 18 points was... Well, going in six, going into the game, going into the game, Brisbane always had blowout. the more structured and more solidified forward line. The, yeah, the so tall, clearly the they've tall gone forward with an intense. Collingwood was to. going with a pressure game yep. to just get it forward and get it through the goals any way possible, and yep. that that in itself has manifested is always going to manifest in more points because it's a it's a chaotic uh, way to go about it rather than a structured. Yep. Kick to the tall guy. It's reflective of like inside fifties, I think. Yeah. Like when you when you generally, yeah, it doesn't look good when you're kicking like twelve goals, eighteen. But also, it means it was up your end a fair bit of the game. So, but we, good question. We Very were, good question. Earlier, we were um, we were talking about Craig McRae, and I've, I've just seen that I've got something down here. They were we've been reticent to talk about his figures because he hasn't coached 50 games. He has yes. now coached 50 games. That was that, his 50th game, was it? That's when stats start to count. Oh, so we've got, yeah. we've got uh, Craig McRae's stats here. 37, 37 wins, 13 losses. One baby. 74% win rate, which yes. is eclipses Brad Scott, who is the, the best coach in the league for, for win-loss. Yes. Uh, two top four finishes and a premiership. premiership. Unbelievable. He's, Don't he's, make me give you Ken Hinckley's stat line. Go on then. What is Ken Hinckley's <laughs> stat line? <laughs> Do you know it off the top of your head? Shit <laughs> and pain. <laughs> No, oh. we, we love Ken. We, we love do Ken. love Ken. He's just Ken. Anywhere else he'd be a 10. <laughs> uh, I think we've got another question. We, we have another question. Yes. Um, keen to know oh, your opinions on who was best and more importantly Ride worst that dressed at the Brownlow. Oh, best dressed at the Brownlow. Oh, thank you, mate. Thank you, Craig. You're legend. Corey, you got to ride that fader with the feedback, Corey. Yeah, I'm sorry, telling you. I'm Craig telling was you. looking at me with a beer. I've I know. It was very distracting and, and wholesome. But I like the question. I was saying, and we said this last week, I thought it was actually a far less slutty brown low red carpet than usual years. 
There was not as much cleavage as there usually is, I thought. Bring it back. No, well, it's... You know, like, I remember the Beck Judd dress. That, yep. was, the, that was a defining moment in my childhood. Scintillating. Very scintillating. And, you know, Australia hasn't forgotten about it. We talk about that every year it's at Brownlow. It's the Brown only Lowe. reason she's on SAS. Or, no, Amazing Race. Is she on Amazing Race this year? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, on the SAS note, I'll talk about SAS after we do this question. But so I you're, thought you're best quick... dressed... I thought Darcy Moore's lady was very nicely dressed. Yeah, uh, the, whatever the Triple J... Uh, Bias. Brody, I don't know who she is, what her name Bias. is. Um, <laughs> who do you think, Monty? Who do you think was uh, had a good frock? No, I, I missed the red if we carpet. Go, if, if, if you're talking about, like... Not cleavage, but who showed the most skin? Tim Taranto's partner showed the most skin. Okay. Was it tasteful um, or yes, was it a no, bit? We, we, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah, wanted yeah, it yeah. to be tasteful. We wanted. We don't want anything too. How you going? We no. wanted. We, you, you know, where the boobs there, but it's not in your face. You know, that's <laughs> that's what uh, that's what I think. The, yeah. the, the fine line you've got to toe. Well, I, I think I think uh, I can't believe I'm saying. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I feel like this, this episode is very Collingwood-centric, but Scott Penderbury and his wife... Oh, mate, Alex always mate, rocks it. We've she just does, won she the does. fucking premiership. We have! <laughs> mate, we've won the premiership! Yeah! <laughs> can you... Can you look? It's going to be fucking Collingwood-centric. Can you get over it? Yes! Get over it. It was yesterday. Living in All the, the missus looking lovely. Either way, on the SAS point, and this is like... I'm sorry to, to knee-bone away from this question. Did, was anyone else sick of the promo for fucking SAS Australia during this grand fight? It's military propaganda. It is. The whole thing is just, we're getting Anthony Mundine to get yelled at by a fucking drill sergeant. <laughs> How good's invading Iraq? How good's this? We've got Chappelle Corby stepping on an IED. It's going to be sick. You have a question, uh, our new friend Alex. Yes, yes, go on. Thank you very much. Uh, regarding the advantage... Uh, do you think you need to give a shout out to the umpires? Oh, yeah. No. Listen, Look, listen. I would have called that back. I don't think it was an advantage. It was very dodgy. It was, Especially, it was, we, we, it we was were talking about this call. before. In the black and white. There's black and no white, way right. the players heard that whistle. There's no. absolutely no way. And Joe Danaher, just doing Joe Danaher things, did something dumb and just <laughs> kicked it. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, a bit of throat on the boot. But it's, and just it's, kicked it into the always, 50. No, it's always the way with footy. That the late calls, the late bad calls get the most attention. And there yeah. were bad calls going the other way as well. I mean, Oleg Markov's 50 metre penalty against Oof, was, that was bad. far more blatant than that advantage. I would actually was. say, even though Zach Bailey's goal was really good, the one in the first quarter where he smothered Cox and like then, and then did this beautiful Jimmy. step around, technically he's in the protected area. Like at that time of that free kick, I was watching that going, surely they're going to call this back for a 50. They didn't, and it made for a sick highlight. But you know, umpires in finals are very scared, you know, meek little beings that don't want to blow the yep. whistle at any time. There's explanations for this. The Zach Bailey was, was standing right next to his direct opponent, which you're allowed to be in the protected area. Was he standing next yes. to his direct opponent? I yes. don't know. We'll have to get the footage up, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. He was definitely standing in the protected area with someone, so you're allowed to be in the protected okay. area. Okay, we'll, we'll have to take that upstairs, score a view. We'll have a look, but I think... Look, it's, it's, tough, we'll it's tough to be an umpire, especially in finals, because the directive, uh, not just from the higher-ups, but from the uh, zeitgeist, if you will, is put the whistle away yeah. and yes. let him go for it. But you have to blow the whistle sometimes, you don't do. you? You do. And sometimes you're going to fuck it up. And it's the hardest sport to umpire in the oh, world. There's yeah. nothing like it. Well, we, we, we've made this point before as well. Like, even like just grey areas of the game, like, isn't taking a specky high contact? 
You know, when you when you need someone in the yeah. head yeah. to take a sick mark, that should be a free kick because you're literally like concussing a bloke with your knee, but like, oh, it looks sick though, so let's pay it. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you think the AFL umpiring is bad. I went to the AFLW on, on um, Friday oh. night. You're calling out the AFLW arms. Oh. That's punching down. Oh, That's punching down. Jesus. But go on, the go on. The umpiring there um, is pretty bad. Yeah? Um, is it the same umpires or is it proving ground? Same, same yeah, umpires. Yeah. It's the same They'll be using it group. as a proving ground, as a stepping stone. A stepping stone. And yeah. then... So do you think they're overcalling or putting the whistle away too no, much? No, they're right? overcalling. Oh, okay. And okay. I think I think it could be a, a directive from up because if you the biggest call, and I saw this going both uh, for both teams on Friday night, was that they're paying uh, holding the ball very very quickly. Yep. Um, and there there'll be two sides to this. There'll be okay. Well, if we pay holding the ball very very quickly. Then the ball is kicked away from congestion. The play opens and up. And the play opens up. Yeah. But then, conversely, if you don't blow the whistle as quick, then you're giving players the time to get the ball out mm. and then play opens up. It's, it's, a, it's hard. But it's I, a fine line. This has been so like throughout the, the history of the sport. And it's, I find that the AFLW is very sort of parallel to the early days of the men's game, like we're talking like the foundation years of the VFL. Mm. They knew that the sport was good, but they wanted to keep the ball open and fast and like, yeah, you know, eliminate congestion. And I feel like the women's game is in that stage, like where they're trying to officiate out of it rather than... There, there, there will always be there will always be contention with the, with the umpiring in the game. And it will never shock me, especially in finals, especially in a grand final. There's always going to be calls. There's always going to be calls for uh, how bad it is. But yes. all you have to do is look earlier in the game to see equally bad calls that go the other way. Yes, absolutely. Have we got any... Well, any because, uh, because that game any is... Anymore. If anyone wants the microphone, grab the microphone. We but can, yeah, up the back there, up we the can back go there, to, yes. Well, while, while, our, while we're panning the microphone over, our game, the great game of AFL, is so continuous for so long. 20-minute quarters stop-start continuously. Yep. You don't yep. have time to review everything. If we compare it to the NFL, every play is yeah. pretty much under review. That's why it takes three and, and a half hours. And they still fuck up. And they still fuck up calls yeah, and all they've the got time. Five, actually, five reps, actually, watching an NFL game start to finish is it's mind numbing. So yeah, no, it's, it's very bad. I'm looking forward to it. Up the back there, yes, mate. G'day, boys. Uh, so with the end of the AFL season, go the pies. Yes. 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 yes, yes, yes. Collingwood. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what sport are you most looking to following now with the end of the AFL season? Very, good very good question. Because you need something to fill the void. You need like yeah, after. Well, I've been getting into baseball, which bold is, decision, which I think is still going. It's been, it it's been a little while. Yeah. NFL's just kicked up. Uh, go the Fins. Yes, we're, we're into the Miami, I'm into the Miami Dolphins. Um, I'll, I'll be following. Cricket, I'll be following the English Premier League. Uh, yep. I'm to, and also EFL League Two. So Chelsea. In the Premier League and Swindon Town in League Two, I'll be following very devotely. I know you're a Jags fan, I'm a Monty, Jags in the man NFL, and, and I'm a um, Perth Wildcats member as well for the. NBL. Yeah, there's a game going on right now. Oh, yeah, we've got the, the fin noises. Yeah, very <laughs> exceptionally late Dolphins. <laughs> I forgot that here. I had it. I forgot that I had it. Basic. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would go uh, English Premier League, and you know, I want to get more into cricket season this year because I, I really was lazy in my cricket watching this past summer. Where's the Saudi Arabian uh, soccer league? 
When's the, is the, oh, that playing? season oh, is going that's, on right now. No, I, I do, think, I uh, do I think they're about 20 games into the uh, the Saudi Pro League. And how uh, is game? Al Hatifak going? Uh, Al Hatifak, coached by the great Stephen Gerrard, not well. Uh, it's it's not going well. Uh, did I, he expect any difference? What did he say? When, well, he when signed they asked Jordan him? Henderson, who was the captain of yeah, Liverpool, cool. and I think they're just stinking up the joint. One because Stephen Gerrard can't speak Arabic, and all of his players are Arab blokes, so he's just like. <laughs> Boys, what are that we doing? Be, Play would, the ball in. And they're just going, inshallah, what are you saying, sir? Like, I, I don't understand. <laughs> but, yeah, I, th- I believe Al Nasser or Al Hilal, they're the two teams, like Ronaldo's yeah. team, Neymar's team, they're going to be up there. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I also like Korean's women, women's basketball. Korean women's basketball. Yeah. Very correct. South Very or North? Uh, it's South. Okay. South. South. Uh, Very uh, correct. There's a, there's a team that Coca-Cola owns, and they... They win the most unwinnable games at long odds. I've made a killing off them over the years. Yeah, fuck. so, so yeah. We, we do love them. Is it an option on Sportsbet to bet oh, on yeah, this? Yeah, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Uh, so we might uh, maybe, unless someone, anyone else has another question, we can go into some other sports some news. Other sporting on the back slash of that, other news? Of the back of that question. I feel like you've got a hot item for the other news category, Corey. Oh, I've got many. I've no, got many. I, I see those 26 tabs open on the. <laughs> yeah. uh, on the laptop so there. I, I love records that have um, an asterisk next to them. Yeah. So, the so t- like Barry Bonds home runs because he was on steroids. Stuff like that. The yeah. COVID so AFL season. The T20 cricket. Uh, cricket. Sorry. Cricket. The quickest. The quickest. Yes. Uh, T20 cricket. Uh, the fastest 50 and century record have just been annihilated. Oh heavens! Annihilated. <laughs> but in what league? Uh, T20 International. Wow. So oh, like, this, okay, all right. Actual proper, international This is T20. proper international cricket yeah. between Nepal and Mongolia. Oh, shit. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, don't tell me who got... I'm trying to think of what team won here. I'm going to tip Mongolia. <laughs> that, you'd be wrong. Was it? Oh, you'd damn be it. Wrong. Damn it. So Nepal's been a tier two international side for quite some time. Yep. They've, they've been versing the lights of Afghanistan and those bottom of the rung international team. Mongolia, yeah. they didn't even have 15 guys. They, they sent 12 <laughs> guys because they couldn't afford it. Um, and Terrific the, lamb dishes, both countries. Oh. So they've, they've ended up with uh, 314 runs, Nepal. Wow. In T20? Which, which right. has never happened. Holy There's, shit. No one's ever got over 300 in a, in a T20 game. So they've got it against poor old Mongolia. Uh, 34 balls taken by Nepal's Kushal Mala to reach his 100. 34 yeah. balls. Uh, in 34, he got a ton. 34 balls. Holy shit. <laughs> and they've, they've ended up winning by 273. So if we subtract <laughs> 273 from 314, they've got about 30 runs yeah. there. Oh, oh, wow. wow. So it's not, not great. Nine balls to reach 50. So what you're saying is Nepal are going to win the World Cup. They're, they're coming. Hey, they're coming. I'm, I'm hitching my wagon to yeah. Nepal. Nepal, <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Do they, where do they even fit the cricket pitches to practice in? Isn't well, it all mountains? All how do you, how do you fit a cricket pitch in yeah, there? You get an excavator in there and level out a bit. You've done that job before? Yeah. Do, yeah, yeah. Not in Nepal. <laughs> yep, cack in hand. <laughs> yep, not in Nepal. <laughs> I've got one for the other news. Uh, and this is a, 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 a circling back to Australia. Uh, the Melbourne Cup, as we know, uh, the, the ladies like to get doled up for the Melbourne Cup. You know, you, you wear your frock, you wear your fascinator, you maybe get some sort of outlandish dress on. But the Melbourne Cup 
We'll now have a looser dress code for women at Flemington Racecourse in the members' areas. So there used to be, before this year, uh, you weren't allowed to wear in the members' areas if you forked out money to go in these areas. You were not allowed to expose your midriff or wear a backless dress. So now, this year is the first time that backless dresses and exposed midriffs will be allowed in the Flemington race course in the members' area. So your thoughts on this, Monty, immediately as I, as I tell you this. Um, Do you agree or disagree? That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Wear what you want. Yeah, wear what you want. But there, is, there, there are some caveats. So the backless dresses yep. must stop at the waist and above the buttocks. They have to, they, they have to be above the buttock, otherwise... The Gestapo come in and turf you out. Well, the Mel- they, 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 ladies in the out. audience, that's quite standard and normal. Is well, that- is there is it common to have a backless dress with with ads? below the crack? Like <laughs> that, that's what I was thinking. Like this doesn't seem like an attractive dress. Like it's, it sounds very very rough around the edges. Anything with the crack's good. It does. <laughs> <laughs> he heard crack and he came back for the So <laughs> you'd like it to be So you're attracted to a dress where a lady has like the, the plumber's no, crack hanging not out? Not particularly, no. No. no it's, I mean, at the, at the races or anywhere semi formal, you want to keep it stylish, don't well, you? This, oh, yeah. is, this is a broader argument about the races, like where it's, it's seen as this, from an attire perspective, you've got to be fancy, you've got to wear the Look, suits, I, you get to wear. But can't it's people being degenerates I at can't the races. speak for it because every time I go to the races I wear Ugg boots and, and this flannel so yeah. I can't really speak about class. Do you have your crack out? Of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Of I course. am a plumber course, by trade. Yeah, you are a plumber. You are a plumber. <laughs> you are a plumber. <laughs> what, have you, what else have you got in there? I believe you had some Perhaps Taylor Swift news. Well, look, Corey. the worlds have collided. The uh, the most popular sport in America and perhaps the world yes. is uh, American football, of course. And the most popular lady on earth is uh, one Taylor yeah, Swift. Of yes. course. Now yeah, these, of course. these worlds have collided because Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, hero of the Super Bowl, very good football ago. player and very, very famous, very, good. very famous man, the best tight end the game has ever seen. He's, he's going out with Taylor. Taylor Swift. Yeah, so they've been cited doing date-like things, like yes. she's come to his games. And this, and this is the thing that we're going to talk about. Taylor Swift rocking up to this game. Now, is this a real romance or is it a conspiracy? Yes. Well, we can go uh, back to the very start. The, you you have have to start. Start. Okay, go yeah, on. Okay. 1965. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. <laughs> no. Uh, I, from what I remember, uh, my brother-in-law, Sean, shout out Sean, he's, uh, he's a Chiefs man. Um, Travis Kelsey made one of those little friendship bracelets. Yeah, so he was, spotted, he was spotted wearing oh. the... Oh, that's right. He, ga- he put his phone number. Yeah, he gave, gave him her phone number on a on bracelet. bracelet. Yeah. That's pretty lame, dude. Yeah, like, well, her, thing, her thing is friendship bracelets. Yeah. The, her so, thing the, is the Swifties, the Swifties all wear that. Oh, dude, like, yeah, I feel like... I, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love Taylor Swift bangers. Don't get me wrong. I'm a bit more country Taylor Swift oriented. I'm a, I've fallen off the wagon a bit when it comes to her later albums, but... Full credit to her to where she is, but I feel like a lot of her relationships are PR exercises. Okay, they are. On that, on that, help write the next on song. That, on that, on that exact note, let me hit you with some stats. Hit Tra- us with those We've stats, got son. statistics on the Taylor Swift relationship Stub controversy. Preach King. Stub How many possessions sales? did you get? <laughs> Just the one, yes. a, a big one. Yeah. <laughs> StubHub ticket sales for the Chiefs' home games increased threefold, and Kelsey has more than 
325,000 new Instagram followers. Yep, that's Swift's, it, that's it. Swift's mega tour across the US this year boosted the economy as fans traveled, booked, lodging, and prepared for the concerts. Travis Kelsey's jersey merchandise sales have gone up 400%. Because all the Swifties are buying his jerseys because they're I, this hive I mind. can confirm his the jersey price. Hang on. I can confirm his jersey price has also gone it's up. It's gone up. This yeah. is like Pokemon cards. The this Chiefs is like Pokemon game. cards. Like the more, the way, when Logan Paul started fucking like posting about Pokemon cards and like yep. giving them exposure, yep. all the Charizards went up like tenfold. Yep. They... It was all, it's all power of suggestion. The Chiefs, the Chiefs game against the Chicago like Bears on Sunday was the most watched NFL game on any network. Because Taylor Swift was in the crowd. Because Correct. she was in the crowd. For all yeah. of 12 seconds. So there's also other stuff now, about this. After the game. Yes. After the game. This, I, I don't like to buy into conspiracies. Unless there's pictures that's, of that's a lie. You absolutely do. <laughs> but go on. But go after on. After the game. There was a shot of Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift driving away in a 1969 Cutlass. In the convertible. The convertible in the convertible. Cutlass. I the, saw this. Into the sunset. Exceptionally down, cringe. Down Exceptionally the cringe. in Kansas City. The hair's blowing. They were yeah, driving yeah, yeah, in a getaway this is, car. This is a woman. This is a Sorry. woman that drives in a limousine with bulletproof glass on and it. And she's in the Pope-mobile you, every day. You cannot tell me that that is not a manufactured shot. Yeah, it is a, it's 100% Driving a photo down on. a Sunset Strip in a, in a convertible cutlass with Travis Kelsey. And also there was a shot of them coming down the corridor, like in the stadium, where yeah. it was they weren't quite holding hands, but they were about to hold hands. Very, very, very awkward. awkward. Very, very, very awkward. It's like these two aren't banging. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at them going, it's not happening. This is all, this is so, all for so, gazing. Okay, so let's, let's say it is a conspiracy. Yeah. They're not together. Mm. And they, they end up in a private room. And there's thousands of people and they've just they've gone through the flocks of fans and they end up in a room like, whew, that was crazy. So you're Travis Kelsey. Yep. You look at Taylor Swift. You're you, go, you be Taylor. And you yeah. go, listen. Listen, should, Taylor. Should we just do it anyway? Should we just have some sex are? anyway? It's just, no, like, no, stop no, it. No, 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 no. My mum's not saying that. She's my mum. He's like, okay, I thought I'd try anyway. It's all right. It's all right. Let's, let's, you go in that single bed. I'll go in this single bed. But this happens with celebrities a lot. Like the, who was Pete Davidson dating where it was Kim like they were doing all some like hell scripted... No, was it fucking uh, M. Radiowski? Kim Kardashian? Oh, M. Radiowski. Yeah. He got into no, Kim M. Radiowski. No, he dated someone after Kim K. I think it was M. Radiowski, oh, that it, hell hot lady. It was the English, the English one. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah. either the, way. The English lady that was in those vampire movies that never gets less hot. Um, mm. What English Kate lady? Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, Kate, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate anyway, Beckinsale. I feel like these, the PR agents of these celebrities, they get together and go... Well, if, you, if, if my client meets with your client, their Instagram numbers go up by this much and this okay, and this Okay, well, here's a question for you, Ben. You're, yeah. Your TikTok's taken off. You're a bit of a Ish. social media star. Ish. Are you? So Ish. your manager comes to you and says, <laughs> listen, we've got this dumbass here. <laughs> yep. She's quite attractive. <laughs> it would be nice... <laughs> No. Sorry, Monty. Not Monty. No, no, no. <laughs> it would be good if you were seen at, uh, at this place together. Do you go for it? No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. You, you wouldn't sell yourself for that? No. And okay. also there's like brands I would turn <laughs> down as well. Yeah, also I'm in a relationship. <laughs> I'm in a loving, committed relationship. But no, no, I wouldn't. Because it would be some, like, it would be like, I'm trying to think of, it would have to be someone in the same station as me and yeah. I'm not quite as famous as a lot of other, like, 
influencer type people. So this begs the question. But these are the stepping stones. But, but yeah, yeah, so, no, I so do this it. begs the question: Where's where's the line? Like, uh, I, I don't know. I'd oh. do it if it was like you know, if it was like you, Carrie Ann Kennelly, I'd do it. You know, oh, oh, Carrie Ann, Carrie Ann, I'd be like, all right, Nadia, sorry, where uh, I'm going out with Carrie Ann to a nice seafood you'd dinner. Give it all away for, for Carrie Ann for sure. <laughs> imagine the headlines. Ima- imagine it would be fantastic. Carrie Ann Kennedy seen at Sizzler with unknown TikTok. Sizzler doesn't exist anymore, so we would have to maybe go to Char Grill Masters in Balcatta. Shout out! It's a very good restaurant. It is. Um, I've got, I've got, a, I've got another news story to deviate away uh, just from this. Say, uh, when asked for comment, Ben Henry said, "She goes all right." That's what I said. It's great to be here. <laughs> I've got one for, uh, and it's it, this loosely ties back to sport. But uh, Paris, we all love the French, don't we? No, I hate <laughs> the French. <laughs> I, I can confirm that Corey, the uh, Corey's hated the French for a long time. Uh, th- I can confirm. I, I like the women. It's the guys <laughs> I have a problem with. Vitriolic hatred for French men. Uh, Paris, uh, the city of Paris, we know, we know of Paris, don't we? It smells bad. We? It does. Well, we, I've been to Paris. It didn't smell... You were there, Caleb. It didn't smell as bad as I thought it was going to smell. I've been to Paris a couple of times. Certain areas, yes, but other, other areas was fine. Paris is battling an infestation of blood-sucking bedbugs... Oh, Jesus. ...on trains and in movie theatres. Now, this is in the lead-up to the Olympics that they're going to be hosting in 2024. So they're freaking out about this. They had to get the transport minister in. fuck. Old mate Emmanuel Macron is having crisis talks. You can't get rid of bedbugs. It's insane. Once I've you, never had. I don't think I've ever had issues with bedbugs. I've, I've and never I've had, had them, some dirty. I've beds. never had them in my house, but from what I've seen, when you have to burn all your shit. But yeah. You can't. You can't get rid of them. You just got to set it on fire. Yeah. You, you cannot get rid. If a city has a plague of them, it's it's in the cities. It's in the trains. It's yeah. in the, the accommodation. The French would do that, wouldn't they? They. Yeah. It's very classic French. So they're 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 freaking out, thinking, "Oh my God, is this going to be in the Olympic Village when you know Simone Biles and mm. you know all these all these uh you know?" Can you do it in a French accent? I can't. Picture it. Just try what again. are we going to do? Nothing bugs. What is? Oh, <laughs> ah. we surrender. I don't know. Uh, so Emmanuel I, Macron making a peace treaty with the, with bed the bugs. bugs. <laughs> he has to negotiate it down. Listen, but either, I'll give I'm, you seven dead Romanians. I'm imagining to what, what the worst possible scenario is for the French here. So I'm thinking it's the the because. We know the USA just lost the FIBA World Cup, the Basketball World Cup. Yes, they did. And they are going to send their best to make sure this doesn't happen again. So LeBron James is going to be in the village. Mm. Kyrie Irving might be in the, in the village. All of these primetime NBA athletes. Well, imagine they could be if, sued. Imagine if LeBron James has to withdraw from a game because the French, you know, beds are bed infested cramps. with these, these disgusting bugs. <laughs> That's yeah. Macron will never recover. Yeah, we could just firebomb the city. It's no, like the, uh, we could do that. Well, we could also be, do that. I don't that. think it'd be the hotels. It'd be the, it'll be the coaches taking them from from so the Steve, hotel so to Steve the Steve Kerr. Oh no, you mean the bus coaches? No, the coaches, not the bus yeah, coaches, yeah, yeah, not the yes, coaches. Not that, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be good. What other sporting? What other news have you got there, well, I boys? Can, I can chime in. Yeah, now, Monty, what do you got? My, my beloved Jags are playing tonight, Western Standard Time. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're yes. playing in London. They're in not? London. This is their 10th year of going Very to London. So uh, they're playing this 
They're playing tonight and they're playing next Sunday as well. Next Sunday. Do they get a big turnout in the UK yeah, they when they go and do. play American football they there? They actually do. Okay. They have a massive turnout. Bosh. So they're playing, uh, they're playing Wembley Stadium tonight. Oh, massive. 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 And they're um, playing the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And next week they're playing the Buffalo Bills, which is arguably a bigger game, but they're playing at the yep. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Next oh, okay. Week. And another no, one to chime in on the, uh, the uh, other news. Tottenham Hotspur are second on the Premier League table at the moment, coached by Good. Australian Andrew. Postacoglu, killing it at the minute, killing it. That's so just a little they're one. They're still fourth. No, they're second now. Second. They just beat didn't Liverpool. They, they, they beat Liverpool last night. We're on so it. Man City are the only team above them. We're so on that. Very good from Ange. Now, Ange ball. Boys. Um, so the. Um, can I finish my story, mate? Yeah, of course. Sorry. Horribly sorry, rude, sorry, Corey. Geez, Horribly sorry. rude. Hey, I'm new at this, all right? I've <laughs> <laughs> been doing it 31 <laughs> weeks. I only just got here. Yeah. Go, so, Monty. Uh, so, yeah, Jade's in England uh, playing tonight and. Uh, Fun fact, for the first time ever, the, um, the game will be live streamed in real time in Pixar animation. Now, let me let me. When divulge. you say... Well, I don't understand this. This, this is so bizarre. To explain so, this in, in so detail. NFL, as if they didn't need any more money, have now gone to Disney, Disney Plus... And have said, well, let's do this cool thing because it's going to be a Sunday morning in the States and the kids are up uh, and all the other games are going to be on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, but this game's a standalone game at 9 in the morning when the kids normally watch your nice shows. Yep. So what they're doing is um, they're going to live stream this game, but all the players... Live rendered. Live rendered. As a Pixar movie. As a Pixar movie. So all the players will be like little toys on a, on a football field in Andy's bedroom of Toy Story. What? I, I don't... It's, it's, it's boggling, it's boggling my this. mind that this is a real thing. Who and came up with this? Real, I don't know, but it's probably something between the NFL, the compu- Disney Plus How do they have the computing power to do this live? Oh, I'm wondering what, like, are, are all of thing. the players going to be just like little toy people or Correct. are they going to Correct. be... Re- no, Are they going a, to be characters in Toy Story? No, no, no. There's like, a trailer. There's a trailer online of all these little what toy the people. Fuck? Yeah, toy, I'll be toy, that. Um, toy Trevor Lawrence. I'll be toy Lord. And they're, um, yeah, they're going to play there. And Buzz and Woody and Co. Are commentating and making special so like comments. Tim Allen. Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. They're actually, so, they is, booked them. And this yeah. is by Disney, yes? This is by Disney, ESPN so and does, the NFL. So as did, a combined does Disney initiative. own ESPN? I believe yeah, they do. They do. Okay. they do. So this is this is a play by Disney to attract uh, more people to the ESPN Plus network. I think so. I think so. So Taylor Swift might have said, "Hey, let's let's take." That's, that's it. It could come Taylor back Swift to the Swifting thing. Yeah. It could yeah. come yes. back. But okay. Disney have been playing, going, Taylor. We've been doing. We've been planning this for a long, long time. Yeah, Bob Iger has just gone. Yes. Wow. Yes. You know how tense it gets on uh, on a golf green. Oh, for sure. I think I, I, I had this story written down as well. Tensions, yes, go on. Yes. Tensions have boiled over the Ryder Cup. So the Ryder Cup is when the Europeans play the Americans at mm. golf. It's a team format. Yep. 4v4. Yep. And the Europeans have been, they've been killing it. Yep. They have John been killing Rahm, it. Spanish man. But tensions have boiled over with Royal Mac- uh, McElroy. Rory McElroy Ro- is Ro- what, yes. What did I say? You said... Roy <laughs> McDonald. That's the one. Rory McElroy. <laughs> Royal... R- 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, been involved in an altercation in the car park. Yeah. Now, this is following a situation where... 
The American, one of the American caddies started celebrating early. Yeah, so now, it, was, it was as the putt was about to be sunk. As the putt was about to be sunk, for, to tie the game, the American caddy has walked in, the, in line of his putt, swinging his hat around, celebrating. Huge golf Because he's missed putt. the putt and they've won because of it. Huge. So, like, Rory's putting... And, like, you know, this is if Rory thinks that it's one. And then this caddy guy, presumably off his face, has just gone, Bleh! and just yep. started fucking, like, before the ball has hit yeah. the hole. Huge faux Rory pas. did massive faux pas. So there's, massive been, a, there's pas. been a dust up in the car park, and he had to be pulled away. And this, this is the. There's sec- footage of it as this well. This is the world number two golfer like, yeah. in, in the world. They're, all these guys are worth billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yes. And they're dusting up over this faux pas. And it just goes to show you don't fuck around on the greens. Oh, look, if there's one thing that professional golfers hate, it's when people have fun. They fucking (laughs) hate it. Like, if anyone is getting remotely rowdy... There was another thing that was involved in uh, Rory being pissed off. Not only was he... Like, he crossed the line of the putt, even though, like, realistically, it didn't affect the putt at all. It's just etiquette. Um, he also walked away too slowly at one point when Rory was yeah. on the green and like this is what Rory was pissed about. And he's in the car park going like, you fucking Oh and yeah, he, was, he had to be pulled Yeah, they away. were pulling Rory away. It's away. like, dude, like, it, it's so... I love golf so much. I love it's, playing it's the it. Best. But these guys, these guys need to just have a beer and settle the <laughs> fuck down. Like it's it's very very uptight. Get the UE boom out. Get play, the UE boom play, out. Play some dad rock. Yeah. Put on some fucking, fucking Steely Dan and then just <laughs> maybe just have, add five strokes to oh, your game. They they love me on the golf courses. They, I've never. Well, I've been on the golf co- golf course with uh, you I before. T- I toned it down for the games that we yeah. played, but. With me and my golf buddies, we uh, we're not well. Who's liked. that? You keep telling me about this guy you play golf shitbird. with. His nickname is Shitbird. Yeah, shitbird. Uh, it's actually something they call this yeah. man. One of the greatest golfers I've ever met. Yeah, like he's actually hell good. He's no. so good. His clubs were made in 1965, <laughs> and he is inexplicably amazing. And if anyone says anything to him, he says, "Hey, guess what? Go fuck yourself." <laughs> hey, Shitbird. <laughs> Shitbird, mate. Shitbird, settle down. We're on the course. We're on the course. He's like, ah, these people can't tell me what to do. They can. Yes, they (laughs) They can. They own the course. They own the course. Settle down, Shitbird. It's okay. Let's turn the uh, UE boom down. What's he playing on the UE boom usually? It, it's the Led Zeppelin. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the da- it's the Dad Rock era. Yeah, 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 a for bit sure. of uh, Billy Aztec. He loves Billy Aztec. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Billy Thorpe. Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs. And the Aztecs. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, now, uh, any other news you've got I there, do. Corey? So, in the most corrupt sport on earth. Uh, uh, oh, don't guess. tell me. Um, synchronized swimming. Professional so- wrestling. Soccer. Oh. So, oh, so, yeah, soccer that too. Or yeah, yeah. Football. Yes. Uh, Whatever, whatever the fuck they they call it, it's the, the it's clearly the most corrupt sport on earth. Yeah. It, always, it always has been. Yes, a new a new case has has rocked the the football world. Barcelona probed for suspected bribery. So they've paid they've paid referee. Yeah, Barca are dirty. They have been yeah. dirty for a long time. They've not just paid a referee. They've paid the refereeing body eight million dollars over several years. Oh. And what they paid them for remains unclear, but they've tried to cover this up with actual accounting. That we saying we 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 paid this money to get audits of the games that already. Yeah, happened. no, it was all about board. So no, there was a. Uh, I forget. I forget board. what year it was. It wasn't but about was, board at all. In the UEFA Champions League, I believe in the semi-final, or it might have been the final, where uh, Chelsea were playing Barcelona, 
and there were some very clear what should have been penalties. Well, that's what eight million to, dollars gets. You. One to Didier Drogba, yep. where it was like a, an absolute slide tackle, did not get the man, sorry, did not get the ball, and just took this bloke's legs out in the box. Referee says, play on, it's all good. Crowd's going mental booing. Didier Drogba at the end of it is going up to the camera going, that is bullshit, it dropped, <laughs> this is fucked. And, everyone, and the ref's like, yeah, it's all right, there's nothing but to see what, what do people expect? I mean, FIFA is the most corrupt sporting body on earth. Yes. All of these teams are corrupt well, now themselves. I have to, I've, I've been religiously playing EAFC 24, the new, but yes. you can't call it can't FIFA, call anymore FIFA anymore because these greedy bastards at FIFA have decided, you know that licensing fee that you pay us every year to call the game FIFA 13 or FIFA 20 or FIFA whatever? Yeah. Uh, we're just going to double that fee from like 50 million to 100 million. You guys are right with that, EA Sports? No. Of course they're not all right with no. that. That's fucked. So that now I have to remember to not call it FIFA. I have to call it EAFC. Massive inconvenience to me. Massive. <laughs> now, I'm I, upset. Now, uh, I, I'll um, touch base on one last thing. Yes. <clears throat> The WWE. Oh, okay, wrestling. Yeah. Yes, so yes. It's massive. been announced for Perth, isn't it? It's, We're it's having massive. a show in Perth. And it's Optus. not just a show. I'm not it's going. It's not your normal house show. It's not even a, just a, hey. So uh, if, if the listeners might not know what a house show is, So a house show is that. when WWE is go show? around and they just play in your, in your hometown and they just... Put on a wrestling show. It's not televised. It's not. It's I've, got, been, I've been last time yeah. they were in yeah. Perth. I the baby faces get up. Yeah. You know, John Cena it, wins at the end. It's exactly. not on TV. It's, it, it, it's all very above board. It's very. Uh, it's part. It continues the storylines and mm. the trends, but it's not imperative. Nothing big usually happens. Nothing consequential. One uh, percent of the time, something will happen, and then they'll they'll, you know, they'll fake put it up on, on their website. Go, yes. Oh, look what happened at the house show. Yeah. So, the, so the Perth show is, is a mainline show. It's a mainline show. So the Elimination in, Chamber. In the, in the world of uh, WWE, there are four, the big four, we call it. Um, there's WrestleMania, obviously. Yes. SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and the Royal Rumble. They're considered the big four. The next best two, and I think I speak for the majority of people who are wrestling fans, mm. are Money in the Bank and yes. Elimination Chamber. And yes. Perth, little old Perth in Western Australia, has managed to rope in the so, Elimination so Chamber. So how much, how much sway does, has Rhea Ripley had in this? Like, is that, is that why? No, I, I, I think, I think, I it's, think it's, it's all the state government. I think state government. Yeah, I think we've Roger given Cook them the millions of dollars. So by the same token that they've done to um, Coldplay, because yeah. Coldplay are doing a one-off show in Perth, mm. it's going to be televised and stuff. Um, but the, the, and this is the thing: the tickets are so fucking expensive. How many people from Perth are actually going? Well, or how so many people to are going to be tourists? Or wrestling? No, to the wrestling. Oh, oh, they to will both. sell it out. So both. They to will both. sell it out. Yeah, but so how, how many? How many? How much of that sellout is going to be people from Perth? I don't know. Well, how, how many thing. are going to so be from Singapore? Be, FIFO guys have a lot yeah, of money. It's a, well, it's a tourism. Um, a it's not for us. Thing. It's to no, bring no, people here. So it's not just. It's not just going to be Perth and and over east. It's going to be. People from Singapore, Vietnam, Thailand. It's going to be from India. It's going to be from China because China. it's easy to get to Perth. Yeah. Than it is to get to Melbourne because it's usually one Hectic. one yes. flight Hectic. or one or one flight. In a so like the elimination like. chamber as well is uh, a pretty sick match. It's uh, an insane it's, match, and there'll be two of them. Two be guys in. start in the ring. Yep. And then there's four guys in pods, like you're on the outside of the ring Wait, in this what? pod yeah. and where the, you can't what? get out well, yet. I didn't you're know locked this. In, you're yeah. locked in a, like a, a styrofoam <laughs> pod. Sick. And then incrementally, 
after like five <laughs> minutes or so, it's like one guy's coming out of a pod and we don't know who it's going to be. It's random. So it goes, there's all these spotlights that go, is it this guy? Is it this guy? Is it this guy? Is it this guy? And Wait, so like, you're no. trying to, so you're, let me get this straight. You're trying to fight a guy yeah. in a cage. Yeah. yeah. And then a timer ticks down and, a, and then another guy another comes, comes into the fight. Comes out yeah. And, tries and to then the timer ticks down correct. and then another correct. guy comes into the fight. Okay. So then I'm way back in now. So there's six in total. So then by the end of it, unless, you know, when you pin a guy or you make him tap out, they're out of the match. But before that, you get all sorts of shenanigans with yeah. the pods. You know, there was one where you the throw a guy. The out and hits you with a stick. You can get midgets, you can get chairs, you can get all this stuff. But also, <laughs> you can jump off of the top of the pod capsules and, and yeah. like, hit a bloke. You That's can throw a guy through the plexiglass. It's all very fun. It's all very now dangerous. We're, hit, we're hitting time, so yeah. should, we, should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up there. Uh, and uh, just, uh, first of all, Thank you all so much for coming, and we all we're very much appreciative of the live studio audience we, here for the barely touched him uh, live extravaganza. We thank the uh, the Basie Bowls Club. We thank the Basie Bowls. We Club. thank them very much. And In we particular, also thank shout the, out to Shane, the operations Shane manager, operations who has manager. set us up with the sound system. And thank, thank you, Shane. Thank you to all of our listeners that will be listening to this right now. It's uh, it's been a great year of the podcast. It has it has far exceeded our expectations for. for one, uh, people actually listened, and, and I can't believe it. And we, we will be back next year uh, with more content. Yes. And, and more, more failures power. from the Port Adelaide Football Club. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think there'll be a little bit in the off-season as well. Like, we there might will. meet here and there for an episode. We but, will. You know, no we weekly will. I episodes. I think the, the Olympics are starting before the football season, so we will most certainly be convening for that. And, and yeah. Thank you very much yeah, to you. everybody. Thanks, everybody. And thank you to all our, uh, 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 all of our respective partners as well. We're all in uh, long-term Co- relations. Oh, would, you're not thanking it. I right. would love to thank Chloe, but I'm sure she's still not listened to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can 100% tell you with confidence that my wife, Casey, has not listened to a single minute of this I podcast. My, my partner and Monty's partner are very similar. Like, oh, I'm happy for you. My wife is growing don't, a baby, though. No, so yeah, that's yeah right. no. Shouts out, Casey. So She'll be a pregnant. dad the next yeah. time you hear from yes. me, everybody. So. Yes. Yay. Listen, honestly, thank you. Thank you very much to no. everybody. It, this started out as a little bit of an experiment that we uh, wanted to try and do for a bit of fun, and it's worked out very well. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you all so much. Have a lovely off-season and all the best.
Thank you, dear listener.